Good morning. I'm James Hellman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Thursday, March 15th. In today's news, the former FBI director might be fired just days before his retirement. Larry Kudlow becomes President Trump's top economic advisor, and employees at the State Department are relieved but uneasy after Rex Tillerson's ouster. First, though, the big idea. Third Way is making an opening bid in the 2020 Ideas primary. The center-left think tank is calling for Democrats to offer a new social contract for the digital age. The group, which has close ties to the party establishment, is warning that President Trump's unpopularity may be enough to win control of the House in 2018, but it won't be enough to win back the White House in 2020. They say Democrats need to offer a strong alternative and bolder ideas to reach people who feel left behind by automation and the changing economy. Matt Bennett, a leader of the group and a veteran of Bill Clinton's White House, said that the shock of the 2016 loss prompted more than a year of soul-searching. They came to the realization that they'd gotten a lot of things wrong about how Americans were thinking and feeling. As he said in an interview yesterday, And we came to a pretty fundamental conclusion, which is that Democrats and Republicans both have been talking to voters as if we still live in the 20th century and the industrial age, but voters know that we don't, that we live in a digital age, and that everything has changed except for how most politicians are talking to them and trying to relate to them uh, about how the economy affects them. Third Way believes the digital revolution is as destabilizing as the industrial revolution, that we're living through a new gilded age. More and more parents fear their children will not be better off than them. More people are changing jobs more often. In two new reports being rolled out today, they propose a dozen ideas that they hope Democrats who are running for president in 2020 will embrace. Jim Kessler, another leader of Third Way, who, before co-founding the group, worked as the legislative director for Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer, explained their vision. You know, we talk about a social contract for the digital age so that everyone everywhere has the opportunity to earn a good life. That is not a poll-tested slogan, but the words are carefully chosen. And the key words are opportunity, which is what people want, earn, which is what they value. They want to contribute to their family and to society and to country. And a good life is the basic promise that you work, you do your best, good things are going to happen. You're going to have the basic comforts and freedoms of a good life. Third Way disagrees with the diagnosis from the Bernie Sanders wing of the party that income inequality is the biggest problem facing America. They say the concentration of wealth is certainly a problem, but geographic inequality is a problem Democrats must address more directly, especially to win again in places that Hillary lost in 2016, like Michigan, Wisconsin, and Ohio. Here's Kessler again. What we're saying is the biggest problem facing most Americans is the concentration of opportunity in the digital age. That when you have a situation where two-thirds of the counties have lost businesses, net businesses, over a 10-year span, that's never happened in this country before. There's not a geographic bias to where smart ideas come from, but there is a bias to where capital flows. Small business loans are harder to come by than they used to be. Rural lending is at 1996 levels when adjusted for inflation. Almost all the country's venture capital funding goes to Silicon Valley, New York, and Boston. In some parts of the country, opportunity falls from the trees. And in other areas, it's like the Hunger Games, like you're just you're searching for scraps. Moderates are stereotyped as incrementalists. The guys at Third Way say 1990s-style centrism is not appropriate for the challenges now facing the country. 
school uniforms, a TV rating system, teen curfews, things that were centerpieces of Bill Clinton's 1996 re-election campaign are too small ball for this day and age. Third way says Democrats must reject anything that does not feel like a complete pivot from an industrial economy that's gone and that doesn't directly address people's anxieties. Among the new ideas they're rolling out are replacing unemployment insurance, a vestige of the 1930s, with what they call re-employment insurance. That would mean grants to fund skills development in sectors that have openings. The unemployed could get vouchers to move to places where there are open jobs, and bonuses if they find jobs quickly. Their most ambitious proposal is universal private pension accounts that would supplement Social Security. Employers would make a minimum contribution of 50 cents an hour for every worker. That way, anyone who works would have a private retirement account. Liberals have been ascendant inside the party for many years, and that wing of the party has become even more dominant since 2016. Third way is playing a long game. They don't expect any presidential candidates to embrace their proposals wholesale, although they'd be stoked if some did. Historically, paradigm-shifting ideas need to percolate for a while before they're embraced by campaigns. Politicians, after all, have very strong incentives to care more about the next election than the next generation. When liberal technocrat Michael Dukakis was still his party standard bearer, for example, the Democratic Leadership Council was promoting the ideas that would eventually comprise Bill Clinton's New Covenant in 1992. Something similar may play out in 2020 and 2024. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, the FBI's disciplinary office has recommended firing former Deputy Director Andrew McCabe. The decision now lies with Attorney General Jeff Sessions. McCabe is expected to retire this Sunday. A firing before then could potentially strip him of his full retirement benefits. No final decision has been made, but McCabe has long been a source of Trump's ire. And there's no doubt the president would appreciate it if Sessions, who has tried to ingratiate himself back with the White House and get in the president's good graces, axed a top law enforcement official who has declined to pledge personal loyalty to Trump. The recommendation stems from allegations that McCabe disclosed sensitive information to a reporter and misled investigators when asked about it. He abruptly stepped down as deputy director earlier this year, but technically remained an FBI employee. He's been waiting to retire until he qualifies for his full pension. Number two, conservative CNBC commentator Larry Kudlow will replace former Goldman Sachs president Gary Cohn as the head of the White House's National Economic Council. White House officials say Kudlow clicks with the president personally and that Trump enjoys watching him on TV. But Kudlow has been averse to Trump's hardline approach to trade policy. He's been critical of Trump's tariffs on steel and aluminum, including as recently as this past weekend. While that might have disqualified other candidates for the NEC job, Kudlow and the president have worked to come to a broad understanding on trade in conversations over recent weeks. For the president, a personal bond is more important than ever. Number three. Diplomats and civil servants at the State Department expressed both relief and trepidation after Trump fired their boss, Rex Tillerson. For some, the transition rids the department of a former oil executive criticized for walling himself off from career diplomats and attempting to slash the department's budget. Still, Tillerson was a break on many of Trump's impulsive decisions, and his firing has left diplomats who handle sensitive national security issues in the lurch. For example, one of Tillerson's top aides was preparing to negotiate a possible supplemental agreement to the Iranian nuclear deal when news of the firing broke. Staffers seem generally receptive to Trump's pick for Tillerson's replacement, CIA Director Mike Pompeo. 
even though he has no real diplomatic experience. And that's The Daily 202 for Thursday, March 15th. Thanks for listening. I'm James Hellman. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you.